It's the 120 Podcast. Mike Fernandez alongside Benjamin Hootie coming at you for a new episode as we sit in our specific apartments, our respective pads on a Monday morning. And the skies are not very bleak. They're blue. But in our minds, it's uh, things have changed in the last week, Ben. I, I always said I was grateful that we were talking about meaningful baseball this late in the season in our first year of the podcast. But with that comes disappointment. And things are not fully off the tracks yet, but there is a reason to panic after a sweep in, in Arizona. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy how much has flipped since the last time we recorded. A week we ago. Were, we, we recorded after a Cubs win um, on, on Monday night when they beat Colorado. And we were – I wouldn't say we were necessarily super high beat positive, but we said the team just had to play even just average baseball to continue on this – this eventual road to the playoffs that, you know, a week ago, looking back on it, a four game lead on Monday didn't feel like it could slip away, but sure enough, here we are Monday morning, just a week later. And um, we're looking up in the standings now and yeah, it's just been a, a really abysmal week watching this team, you know, going to those two Colorado games, which is just, if you if you are seriously taking yourself as a serious playoff contender, you have to take care of business and at least win two out of three. And that's that's being cautious because in all reality, you should sweep a team as bad as the Rockies are. When you're looking at a team that is supposedly good enough to make the playoffs, that was my motto all all weekend. You know, in these Diamondback games, when you're playing from behind, I would say stuff like a winning team makes it work here. A winning team makes it work here. A playoff team makes it work here. And then you're looking at a situation where legitimately the sweep passed the torch. Like our second spot in the NL wild card. A week ago, we were discussing if we could pass the Phillies. Now we are barely holding on to the third spot. If it started today, we're not in the playoffs because mm-hmm. Philly has 81 wins. Arizona now passes up at 79, 72. The Cubs and Marlins are both at 78 and 72, but the Marlins hold that tiebreaker. And then, oh yeah, there's Cincinnati who's right there too at 78. So it's who also holds the tiebreaker yeah. over us. So we, like you pointed out, Ben, before we started recording, I'll let you kind of dive into this, but we have to not only start winning, we have to be winning more than all of those teams. Cause if we're winning all at the same level as we have been for the last month, we're out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. And it really just comes into this this upcoming homestand, but it's even more than that because now that you've you've officially lost this series to Arizona, you got swept. You did if they would have even won one game, mm-hmm. I would have been talking a little bit differently because they still held that what would have been a one and a half game lead if they would have won yesterday. That's yeah. that's a little more to gripe onto than looking up. And having these tiebreakers and all that, it, it's frustrating because you have to play better the rest of the way than Miami, Cincinnati, Arizona, and yeah, those three teams. You have to play better than all three of those teams or else you're just not getting in. If you guys, if we're playing at the, if we end the season with the same record as the Marlins, which is very possible because that's how it's really been for the last month and a half. We're all playing at the same rate. I talked about it last week. We've all been playing at the same rate for the last month and a half, but the nice thing about it is that we had a four-game cushion. You just let, you just wasted that away. It's gone. So now you have to play better than these teams again like you did at the beginning of August for that week. You have to play better than all these teams or else your, all your playoff aspirations and hopes are gone. And, that, and that's simply why it's important. And, and looking at, at it now, 
these three teams, they all hold a tiebreaker over us. They they rightfully deserve if we end the same season, if we end the season with the same records as them, they honestly rightfully deserve to just take it because we got pretty much walked by all these teams all season long and they're playoff teams and we're and we just won't be. Plus it's looking more and more inevitable that if they squish in here, the Cubs into that sixth spot of the National League postseason, it will be that um for better or worse, six game stretch into Milwaukee. Yeah. So that, meaning meaning the last three games of the season and then, you know, not checking out of your hotel and staying there for the next potentially three days for the NL wildcard series against the Milwaukee Brewers. So in my mind, that doesn't even feel like the playoffs because you're not really even moving forward. But hey, I mean, who knows? Who knows what can happen? Six games yeah. at home this week, but we'll get into that. But there's not there's not even a reason to focus on the NL Central anymore. No, it's it's over. Congratulations, Brewer, Milwaukee. Yeah, they. I think that I think their magic number's down to five now after Cincinnati and Chicago lost last night. So, and they lost as well. So it might be six, but yeah. of course they lost, right? They finally lost. If we would have just gotten a game out of the Diamondbacks, oh God! Congrats. Go get your subway sandwich if you're in Milwaukee. You won the division. It seems. I, okay. Here's the thing, and Pat Hughes said this on the radio last night. I didn't listen to the radio. I watched on TV, and then I heard about this afterwards on Twitter. It might sound like Ben and I are really down in the dumps because we are on this a little bit, but this could all change because as it stands, the Cubs are in a position to make the playoffs. They control their own destiny. Well, I mean, not if it ended today, but they have – no, they don't have any tiebreakers, but they have the ability in their last 12 games here to to write their own destiny. Starting with six games at home against two teams – that are playing for absolutely nothing at all. And if they don't win at least five out of those six games, the Cubs will be playing for nothing two weeks from now. You just, you put it, you took the words right out of my mouth. You have to win five of six Mm -hmm. or else the season's it's gone. It's a lost case. Mm -hmm. You have to win five of six, try and even get a game back up on Arizona or something. I know, I know all their schedules are pretty easy coming up here, and I, I I think you're already typing to go look at Miami and Arizona and Cincinnati's schedule coming up. Yep. Everyone's got kind of the same schedule where it's two bad teams and two teams where their postseason chances are already kind of like they've already clinched their spot. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, think I know. I mean, Diamondbacks have a little bit of a tougher team schedule because, I mean, you're looking at San Francisco, who still thinks they're involved, but like hopefully they're mostly out of it. Two games behind that whole pack of of teams. Although if they beat the, that's like twofold. Because if they sweep the Diamondbacks or something, then the, all of a sudden the Giants are in on the mix, but the Diamondbacks we, are out. But we need the Giants kind of to keep winning because yeah. I don't know who else they play coming up. I know it's Arizona for sure, but we that's the only team in this race that we hold the tiebreaker. We have a tiebreaker, over. yeah, because of the sweep we had two weeks ago. Exactly. And then the Diamondbacks face the Yankees, who are still somehow in it in the AL. They they have to go on a historic streak here in the last 12 games. But they're at least for the time being, later this week, they'll still believe they're in it. And then they have to play our friends out south, who are uh, quite possibly the worst White Sox team I've seen in uh, in a number of years. So there's a uh, the, – yeah, the White Sox are, are, are easy. But hopefully, in the same time the Cubs play the Pirates and the Rockies, the Diamondbacks can – stumble through the, the, the Giants and Yankees. But, I, I mean, it's not like the Cubs went particularly good. It's not like, like 
uh, against teams that we should beat, right? Like, remember that, remember that stretch where we were like, oh, this is the, you know, the easy AO road trip. Like, we're going to get 10 wins out of this. No, we got what, like six against the Tigers and the Morel walk-off and like, I think we ended up it. going eight and four over that okay, stretch. Yeah. But, but that's it was like, that's not going to do, that's not going to do enough. Like, no. that's why this, this week is so crucial because realistically, if every team plays the same as us, you're really expecting us to like go on a tear against two of the the two of the best teams in the National League that are leagues better than us, I would say at this point, right? Look at that last series in Milwaukee right now. Like at this rate, because of what just happened to the Cubs, Milwaukee will probably have the division before. Well, I hope not because if the Cubs go win five out of six here, it'll be close enough to Milwaukee where they can't officially clinch. That said, if the Milwaukee Brewers have the division by that series and the Cubs go in there still expecting to make that third playoffs or sixth playoff spot, my only thought process is maybe Milwaukee will phone it in. But even then, it doesn't matter because you're going to have to stay there and play them again. Yeah. Well, the, the only positive thing is that we'll be looking where, at a situation where Milwaukee is more than likely setting up their rotation for the playoffs. Yeah. So you won't, you won't run into the Burns, the Woodruffs, and the Peraltas. Until we play them. Until you play them, <laughs> obviously. The but, <laughs> but it at least helps you get that playoff spot, which, I mean, I think that was the ultimate goal that we said probably in July, mid-July. We were like, yeah, let's make the playoffs. Like, that, that's the goal now. And I, I don't want to discredit anything that this Cubs team has done because from where we were at talking about this team in June, and I know you started off the podcast by saying it, like, we asked for competitive baseball and this is just part of how these things yeah. go. It's it it's just kind of frustrating that they put us on that ride for from July to, you know, beginning of September of being a really good fundamental baseball team that played defense well, they pitched good. And I'm not even saying all that has necessarily gone away, but it's just frustrating that I have to live through yet another Cubs collapse in September, and it's the same story yet again. And somehow it's a different team. It's it's the same story that we've seen time and time again with this team in September, whether it's 2018, whether it's 2019, 2020. We've done this. This is the fourth time in in our lifetime where we've seen the Cubs just collapse in September. Two biggest issues right now. The thing, the horse that got us to this point in this race has been the Cubs defense has been absolutely impeccable. And right now, Dansby Swanson is in this insane funk. I don't understand why he's finally, he was finally starting to hit a little bit better at the plate. He's getting a couple hits here and there, but defensively, he's reached a point where we've never seen in his career where he's, he's looking so poor defensively. And then as we were texting last night, Madrigal going down in the extra innings game. Lists that we only could play Wisdom and Master Boney at third for now. Unless Magical's fine starting tomorrow after the off day. I really hope so. Because Jamer's still out. I, we cannot let Patrick Wisdom be such a liability in this lineup day in and day out. It's gotten so bad. I like Patrick Wisdom. I do. He's like the, the, the designated survivor of a, of a team that was blown up and, 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 and recreated. I like Patrick Wisdom. I'm shocked he's still on the team, but like, He's a liability. He is. It, what does Dom always say? The the forty home run, two hundred strikeout season is inevitable. Yeah. I said that, I called this months ago. Yeah. Like I I said this months ago that he had no right being on this team. 
And now, of course, it's kind of coming to bite us in the ass. Yeah. Like, because of the fact that Madrigal and Jamie are both dealing with injuries right now, that he and- has to be your a guy that you lean on in this lineup in the middle of a playoff race. I really, really, really hope one of the two can come back for this homestand. That that would be insane. That would be huge. That's that's like I get immediately more confident if Jamer or Madrigal can come back for this homestand because I, been, we, no, I was going to say we can't let Wisdom have four at bats a day. That's right. that's all I wanted to say. They've been they've been surprising us with some of the roster moves though. So honestly, unless it's like really really bad. I think there there sh- could be a chance that I would say Jamier and Adbert are both back tomorrow because they realize what's officially at stake. Like, I think they will put their bodies on the line to try and help the Cubs do whatever they can Please. to win this playoffs. I-, I would hope so, at least, because I know it was just kind of little stuff to begin with. So unless it's truly lingering stuff that can lead to worse injuries, then fine. Like, I don't want to get them hurt any more than they are. I know Jamie's an upcoming free agent. Adbert's obviously the closer of the future, but I, I don't know, man. It's just. Call up Matt Shaw. Yeah. Why not? Like, well, he just, he just made the double. I don't think they'd do it, but I, I would be a great addition. It'd be somebody to play third, even though he's a shortstop, but I think he'd still stand a better chance than uh, Patrick Wisdom. Or Miles Mastroboni. Yeah. Who's bald now, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. That's that's a that's a mid mid season crisis, end season crisis. He's just completely bald now. Yeah, bald head. It was probably in the, those couple of road trips to Iowa. <laughs> he got so used to taking the the Greyhound from uh from Iowa to to Chicago that he yeah. was just he would just he would just you know meet people, read magazines, casually shave his head like on the Greyhound. So, man, oh man, I'm glad we can still laugh about this because it is. That was a weird weekend for the Cubs. Um, the extra innings game is what frustrates me still. We probably should have won that game. Cody had a home run that got called back that was foul. Don't get me wrong, but had every chance in extra innings. Our pitchers were kind of shoving with that, except for the, um, California rule and just couldn't take care of it. Wesneski had him down to two outs and then they found a way to win. Those, that was the most unlucky game we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just going through my head right now, I can think of so many different plays from that game. Yeah. You started off Bellinger home run. It was, it was foul, but you know, inches game of inches. inches That's foul. what they yeah, say. Yeah. Game inches of inches. Foul. We start there. Cody Ballinger foul ball home run. There's that. Cody Ballinger gets hit on the hand. His hand is clearly. Yes. I forgot about that too. His yeah. hand is here clearly hit. Like you see it pulsating as he said. But somehow it hits off his hand, knob, whatever it might have been, goes right to the pitcher for an out. That ends a rally. And then they review it while his hand is just flaring up. And they end up saying that it still hit the knob. Call him out on that. Boom. There's another one. So many plays in extra innings. Then we go back. Hayden Wisniewski gets hit by a line drive. That probably should have been caught by Dansby Swanson. That just goes back into what you said earlier about whatever kind of funk he is on defense right now. Hits him, and then Dansby tries to charge it. Either way, if it doesn't hit him, that's an easy out, game over, Cubs win. And then the last play of the game, this close, Jan Gomes was tagging Evan Longoria, but he just got his hand under the tag. 
this team's just unlucky right now. It's every bad break is going their way, but it also doesn't help that they, and it's a Mikey, this is exactly what we talked about earlier in the season. We love this team so much because they didn't rely on the big hit, but that's all they're relying on right now. That's mm-hmm. all they're waiting for. They're waiting for someone to step up and get the big hit. But you could tell they are all gassed. They're exhausted. They are beating the ball into the ground. They're not putting it in the air anymore. They're not hitting line drives. They're getting on runners with the first at bat or first uh, at bat of the inning, and they're doing nothing with it. We're just waiting on the big hit, and no one can deliver. No one in this lineup can deliver right now. Not even Cody Ballinger. Not Danzy Swanson. It doesn't matter. It's just been the same story for the last since going back to Tuesday. No one can get the big hit. None of these guys are rookies. Many of them have won individual awards. Many of them have won a World Series. I think the the, the biggest thing right now is that I'm grateful for this off day because I think I think they know that they need to come out tomorrow playing for their season, playing for their yeah. playing for their rest of their uh, a year. I mean, what's his face? Swanson, I think it was Swanson, Swanson or Hap, one of the two, openly said they were telling management, we better not get rid of Cody. We better not get rid of Cody. We better not get rid of Cody when when the time came in in July. This is it. Go win. Who knows? He's probably going to – I mean, realistically, he's probably going to go sign a big check somewhere out west. Hopefully it's it's with the Cubs, but he's going to probably go sign elsewhere. Go win while you have a chance. And all that's why that's why it's like so important to me just to make the playoffs, just to throw your name yes. in the, just to throw your name in the dance, mm-hmm. because once you get there, anything is possible. Yes. If they get swept by the Brewers, whatever, season's a success. They made the playoffs. They yes. weren't supposed to make the playoffs this mm-hmm. year, and that's why it's just so important to what why I've been so excited about this team because they've surprised me in every single way. But now we're getting to the point where they actually need to win. And they're just falling on their face. They're just laying down and letting it be. Like, I'm thinking back to when I went to that Cubs game in St. Louis in July. And I was, like, looking at the standings that morning after our big win. And I was like, like, we could make the playoffs. Like, we're we're sniffing the wild card here. Like, this is cool. And then we got so confident over this team being in a wild card position that we're so upset that we might be out of the wild card now that it's seen as some failure and it is because it's just how good they got. But like, we didn't think we'd be at this point. I mean, there was, there was 21. What was it? Like we were like with 21 games until the trade deadline, we were like eight or nine games below 500. Like it, mm-hmm. was, there, there was a totally different look at this team months ago. And, and to think how much your and I's motivation has changed where we're this disappointed. We just need to win some games this week, man, because it's just, it, this can't it can't end this way. We can't get our hopes up so much just to fall back to what we thought would happen. Right. And that's that's just that's just I think what all of Cubs fans are feeling like right now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's feelings are valid right now. Some people might be a little too negative, and I think I'm one of those people on that side. But I'm at least trying to be like at least right now I'm trying to stay in the middle ground. The yeah. season is a success. They they've passed their win total. And obviously that shouldn't, you shouldn't judge your season based on that. No, but. I'm not laughing at that. I'm saying, I, uh, Nick Alonzo, a friend of our pod told me yesterday who I live with him, but he, he told me yesterday he thinks that, uh, they saw they got the win total and then just were like, yeah. all right, we're good. Phone it in, made the betters happy. And I said, yeah, you think some of them had the bet? And he was like, he's like, I don't know. 
No, they didn't. But that's, I thought that was funny that they made it to their win total and then they haven't won since then. Where, where was I? Where's my train of thought? I don't now? know. You were Nick t- Alonso, I, was man. At, I was laughing at you saying, uh, that they hit their win total. And I think that's kind of the, the bow that they did it. Like you've exceeded expectations by the true definition. But it's the, it's the fact that they, they, they basically, they've tickled us at this point. Mm-hmm. They were like, you want to see some winning baseball? And they got us to that point, but then they pu- they just pulled away. And it's like, well, now we're sitting here and I, I think if they don't make the playoffs and I don't even want to think this way, I think we'll hop on the headsets in two weeks and we'll be not necessarily disappointed. And I think we'll have a more of a, I think we'll be able to settle with it and have a positive outlook, but it's the fact that just all of this is piling on at once. And it's just, it's just really hard to like feel this way right now after exactly what you said, like going back to St. Louis and like, yeah, this is a real possibility. How many wins do you think it takes? And I think this is a good way to kind of wrap this up. How many wins do you think it takes for the Cubs to hold that number three wild card spot if they're truly better than the Marlins or the Reds or the Diamondbacks? Where it's at, where it's at so, like, right how many – How many? yeah, so they're at 78. And so they if they have to be better not, by record, not just tiebreakers, because they don't have the tiebreakers, that's out the window. They don't play them again. How many wins do you think that takes? I think they have to go eight and four. I think they need to win 86 games. Yeah, I was going to say 85. So yeah, 86 is probably valid. I think eight, if, I think if you win 85, you lose the tiebreaker. I think 86 wins puts you over the edge. And that's hoping that the Marlins, Reds, and Diamondbacks, two of those teams play bad baseball. Okay, so the Braves will have 117 wins by that. No, they have 96. But the Braves are going to have 100 wins by the time they play the Cubs. They already won the division. I don't. I mean, it's a weird. It's a weird scenario, right? You don't want to sit your your guys for three weeks, but then also you don't you don't want to tire them out. You don't want to hurt them. The, don't forget the Cubs beat the Braves two out of three earlier in the season when they were firing all, on all cylinders. So it's yeah. not impossible. Although this time it's in Atlanta. That's what scares me. We have to go nine and three or eight and four and we have to face Milwaukee and Atlanta. I think a lot of those pitchers will be on innings limits potentially. But at this point, you know, going back to to my, to what I was just thinking about, who cares at this point who we're facing on the mound because they don't want to put up runs on these dick baller starting pitchers. Yeah. I mean, Nelson, yeah. Ryan Nelson yesterday looked so bad and we couldn't do shit about it and then it, the, the, yeah it lined up we missed zach gallon and merrill kelly that sounds like a series that you should take two of three over against three guys that have eras over six yeah and the and the arizona bullpen was so depleted too like even more so than ours and we just mm-hmm. couldn't do shit about it i mean they got they lost three or four to the mets and they traveled that day to Arizona to get back to play the Cubs who had an off day on Thursday and the Cubs showed up with this piss poor performance. That's what's so frustrating. It's just all of this just piling on top of each other. You have to win at least one and they couldn't. And obviously you look at Saturday and I just said it, a lot of things are unlucky. A lot, part of it's on part of it's luck. Part of it's the way the team's playing. But you gotta win one. You got you have to show that you're the better ball club. But I just don't see it. I think Arizona's will 
Arizona's better than us. I mean, they proved it the last two weeks. Pirates, three. Rockies, three. Today off day. Another off day next Monday. In Atlanta for three. In Milwaukee for three and hopefully six. Um. I think we're gonna post this actually today at some point. I don't yeah, know. I think that's we'll, the plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this one as soon as we wrap it up. Okay, awesome. Uh, join us tomorrow on the PSF app. Yes. We're gonna try and bring good morale back. Um, you could either if we lose though, you'll probably see us see us at our lowest. Truly. I think we're looking at a 6:40 start. Uh, 6:40 start time for the Cubs. We're gonna go live around 6:25, 6:30. So it. come join us for. Uh, our live reactions and yeah, I think our our first couple streams were obviously we won one. I think we're one and one in our streams. Yeah, one game are. was like a Tigers game where it was like eh whatever, like it stinks. Win tomorrow, they did. And then yeah. the next one was an electrifying Brewers win, win against the Brewers. Tomorrow they play probably the worst of the three opponents. But it just feels just as important as any game we've had this entire season. Because it is. Yes. So please, please, please come join us. We love doing PSF. We love talking to you guys. We love reacting to the games. Join us. We need good morale. So let's get it done. Join us in PSF. PSF tomorrow. I, I'm glad the Cubs are, are terrible. So I don't have to even think about the Bears because that would just add extra, extra misery. And one of my favorite shows got canceled last night. I mean, I, we just need a, we need a win today. I mean, we're not playing today. We need a win tomorrow. The only win we could potentially have today, I think, is the Marlins. Or no, excuse me, the Reds play the Twins. So mm. that's a that's a tough series for the. The, the Twins Reds. are looking to win that division still. Exactly. So let's. Yep. Five forty. The only win we could possibly have tonight, as we are full blown. Standing watching, even though I don't even want to look at the standings because it makes nope. me cringe every time. Standings watch. I've been, we, I've been looking up, I look up MLB wildcard standings pretty much daily at this point. The, did you see the, I know we're, I know we're getting towards the end to wrap this up, but did you see the postseason percentages? Last night, didn't changed? they go, didn't they go from like 60 something to 54? At 60 to 54, but it was 90% after the win in Colorado on Monday. 90 to 54 in a week. Oh, I don't, I'm not going to overreact yet. We'll see what happens this week at home. But if we, if we don't win five out of six, I think, um, this is going to be a pretty somber episode in our penultimate of the season next Sunday if we don't figure this out. But there's two, that's twofold. It's just like 54% for the playoffs. It's a coin flip. You never know what could happen this week. Yeah. We, it, you put it best. Next week could be, Mm-hmm. I think this was more the angry episode. You yeah. could potentially be seeing the disappointed the, episode. The disappointed episode next week. Yeah. All of the stages of grief, just like the Bears. Mm. Mm. That team, that team is just. I don't want to. I'm not watching next week. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the Cubs win five or four or five before then, so I can enjoy the the Cubs and Rockies and not have to even acknowledge the Bears. Time of the Cubs. I, they've given me. They've given me no reason to care. I'm not going to care about them. Yeah. Don being a dang Bears fan. I'll be a Cubs fan. I don't care. Kansas Baby City. Bears. Can- yeah. And I, I, I'm fine with just keep rambling on. <laughs> best part, best part about, uh, best part about Sunday, as we go into a little Bears here. Best part about Sunday is that they are the Fox National Game of the Week. 
at 325 in Kansas we, City. We don't deserve Kevin Burkhart and Joe Davis. That's who we had the first two weeks. They're not good enough for that. Give those guys better games. Those are the guys that call the Super Bowl the World Series. So Dub Airs get to be embarrassed on national television for the second time in three weeks. Good thing I'm not watching. There's a lot, there's a lot wrong there. Yeah. And it makes me feel a little better about what's going on here. But really not because no. I just, last night, yesterday was the worst sports day of my life in a long yeah. time. Yeah. I said, I said, I said going into that morning, that maybe was the most important sports day of my life in like five years. Just to get two wins. Two wins. Disappointing. And we went 0-2. Oh, Connor Bedard had a hat trick in his first like practice game, so that's there's a silver lining. <laughs> they're still gonna stink though. <laughs> like <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, God, it. I the best tweet I saw last night was like, Bears and Cubs got me so mad. I'm literally up watching Connor Bedard highlight. <laughs> the, the the thing about the Blackhawks is like. I know obviously we were treated so well with three Stanley Cups in our young mm-hmm. young age. But uh they're what happens if they're just like the Oilers? Like they have this prophecy of a player in both Connors and the black it just it just makes so much sense. Oh, the way the Chicago the way the Chicago sports have gone the last uh-huh. really since the Cubs have won the World Series. All five teams. I'm even I'm even talking to you White Sox fans. I feel bad for you guys. The Cubs, the Cubs are actually similar. I've never even thought about this. The Cubs this year are actually very similar to like recent Bulls teams. I feel like, like, did really well in free agency, put together a really good veteran team, a sound team, get made the playoffs or, or barely sniffed the playoffs, and then uh, get swept by Milwaukee. So, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> There you go. That's going to happen too. <laughs> they just own us. They they can't get out of our goddamn heads, dude. No, we got we got one. We got one in, in Milwaukee that one year, right? Zach Levine like went nuts or DeMar went nuts. I don't yes, remember. Yes, that's what I was literally – I was talking to my roommates about this yesterday. I said the only playoff win I have in college is the one we won in Milwaukee. <laughs> the Bulls. That's funny. The one the Bulls won in Milwaukee. That's funny. I think, oh, right? Oh, man. oh and yeah. we have the play we have the play and win against the Raptors. The play in tournament. Oh right. Well, cause then yeah, because then we didn't we like have the heat up weren't we like up eight on the heat with like, you know, however much left, and that's like the meme people kept posting. Yeah. I was yeah. having a I was having a field day with that meme. That's great. Oh man. I don't care about the Bulls. I don't care about the Bears. I mean I'll care about the Blackhawks when the time comes, but I <sighs> Just go win this week, please, Cubs. Please, uh, just go win. The only thing that uh, the only thing that I would say that's different from the Bears to the Cubs, it's a great comparison because they did get like all those veterans and their the Bulls. Just, you mean? Yeah, they're yeah. barely gonna squeak in. The only thing is that is nice is the I would say the Cubs have a much better future than the Bulls do. Yes, this is true. This is true. I mean, yeah, it's if we if we resign Cody, I guess. I guess Dansby's our Zach Levine. If, if <clears> that comparison holds true. I guess. I don't know. That's probably not a good comparison. No, it but, makes sense because yeah. I feel like all of Cubs Twitter is turning on yeah. the guy right yeah. now. I, he doesn't deserve it either. He's a really good guy, and he's a, he's a Cub for life at this point. We got him for six more years. He bought Theo Epstein's house, so he's in a he's funk. locked in. He's, he's in locked in. Yeah, he's in a funk. He's in a funk. One more. It's real, one, it's real bad. One little duck snort, a little gorp. It's all it takes tomorrow in Wrigley Field. Just a little little hit. 
and his mojo's back. I mean, he, hit, he got a hit yesterday too, but like more than anything, also just limiting those ground balls with eyes. There's another, there's a third term for you. I just saw that like Bull Durham like speech where, you know, yeah. I'm talking about where he, he talks about like, you know, 25 more hits a season and you're in Yankee Stadium. That's a great speech. Right. Yeah. He says all those terms, Gorp, Duck, Snorp. I love that. That's what I've been calling ground balls because the Cubs have way too many of them. Mm-hmm. Go Cubs.